With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Abby Holstrand, and we're over here at Phoenix Comic Con, and we're talking to Jen, also known as Jay. J at J-M-F. So, Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into writing. Um, I grew up in a really small town, so when I got to the age where I could make up stories and write them down, I was always writing stuff down, and I spent a lot of time out in, out in the fields, out in the woods, writing stories. How old were you about that time? Um, I started writing writing stories when I was about 10 or 11. Would you say that you did that out of boredom or something else? Is that you had creativity in you that perhaps maybe your parents had? Um, I think it was a lot out of boredom, but I, have, I had a lot of creativity, I think, at that time. Uh, my parents ran a small business, so we weren't really that creative of a family, but we were very entrepreneurial, so... I think to be in business, you have to be somewhat creative. Of course, you, have to, you can't be creative with the, with the books, but you can be creative with other things and start making money. So when did you come to Phoenix? I came to Phoenix in 2000. Uh, my husband was uh, in the Air Force, and we really didn't have a choice. And Phoenix is the biggest city I have ever lived in. And it sort of scared me and surprised me because I thought I was coming out to, like, the empty desert, tumbleweeds, stuff like that. Where are you from again? Upstate New York. Ah. Once upon a time, I went to New York, and uh, we went to a play where they depicted everyone from Arizona being, you know, with Indians, yet. So they have a real skewed view of what we are all about out here. Do you think that's the same case with you? Yeah, uh, but it goes both ways because while I had a very skewed view of what Arizona and the desert was like, people also, as soon as they hear I'm from New York, they immediately think I'm from the city, and that was not the case when I was growing up. I grew up in a very empty, open area, a lot of trees, a lot of swamps, a lot of open fields. And we have a lot of that around here, too. And Arizona is one of those diverse you know, uh, states where we have, you know, thinking desert in one part, and then you've got a green, lush, you know, area in the other part. Do you think that you prefer the forest, or do you prefer the, the desert landscape? I miss the green. Sorry. I, I prefer to go up north in Arizona. I really am not a fan of the desert. Sorry. Just the way it is. I know some people are real desert lovers. I'm not. So, when you got here, and you were, you were still... Your husband was still in the Army, or maybe the yeah, Air Force. And so when did you start writing when you were here? Oh, I was writing all the time when I was here, too. I had I, my son, who was only about a year and a half old when we moved out here, so I'd write things down and then tell him stories. And So I was always writing to entertain myself, too, because I was at the housewife stage. And so stay-at-home mom, didn't have a whole lot to do. Daytime TV is not fun. When I first got married, I lived out in the stinking desert from Yuma. 
and we had a, a farm out there we were working on uh, for my husband who has his his brother had a farm. So I was bored out of my mind because I grew up here, and there's a lot of things to do here, nothing to do out there. So I don't know what you do at all. But it comes to that, I, I like having people around me. I'm not used to not having people around me. So when you've heard right here, so obviously you got into pirates. Apparently because you are in pirate gear here. So tell us about how you got involved there. Um, I do the National Novel Writing Month every year, NaNoWriMo. And one year I had this pirate character stuck in my head. Um, not the pirate character that's in Blackstrap's Ecstasy, surprisingly. And she wouldn't leave my head. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to get a pirate costume. And I'm going to see if I can find some other people who are interested in this. And I ran across the Arizona Corsairs who were very interesting, not quite what I was looking for, and then I met Max, who is Captain Max, and, yeah, Captain Max, whose book is the next one in the series, Max is Despair, and mostly I just started out doing it for fun, and then we got into doing shows and performance stuff, too. So when you say shows, what kind of shows are we talking about? Uh, swords, stunts, uh, dancing. A little bit slapstick, very lighthearted. We don't do anything that's really dark and brooding or anything like that. Uh, more fun and comedic. And we are doing a show at Comic-Con in room 232 at 6.30 tonight and at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. So come see. So you're going to stay busy. You're staying busy. Now, I know that you also do belly dancing. How did you get involved with that? Uh, belly dancing, I... I actually went, when I was 12 years old, I went to Watkins Glen with my family, and there was a belly dancing poet, and I absolutely fell in love with her, and I said, that is what I want to be when I grow up. Somehow I ended up being a belly dancing pirate. I guess the universe heard me wrong. So, <laughs> but, and when I came out to Arizona, there's a huge belly dance community out here. I also teach belly dance on the west side, uh, but... It's just a lot of fun, and I think everybody should definitely get into that, too. Men and women. There you go. Mixed gender. That's cool. So, how did you create a persona? You know, I don't know that I actually create the personas. I really think they just sort of fall into my head. They develop into deeper characters as I work with them, but it's really more like interviewing and getting to know a friend rather than creating it for me anyway. So how'd you come up with the idea of your of your new book here? Boxtrap Ecstasy. Well, uh, as playing pirate with the Arizona Corsairs, I had to come up with my own pirate personality and I just came up with Blackstrap because Blackstrap actually is the type of molasses that they use for rum. And I was drinking a lot of rum at the time so I thought, well why not? And I love the play on words with ecstasy being so many possible meanings with the ship. And uh, hi, how are you? That's okay. Uh, so the pirate Blackstrap, uh, she, and the, the book, sorry, I got a little off track tonight. Um, but the book is about... She got distracted by somebody somebody in a lot of garb and very large, very large gun. Yeah, they're carrying a large gun. It's, but it's Comic-Con, so I guess that's normal. <laughs> but the book is basically the character of Captain Blackstrap and how she found her crew. The crew and characters in the book are based off of people that I know. 
So look around at Comic-Con or any of our shows and try to recognize who they are. I have been told by some people that I pegged them really well and others don't want to admit it. So. <laughs> That's interesting. It's just some of them don't want to admit that they're in your book. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, well, that's a awesome because, you know, he is just, yeah, yeah. he's just a pull. I'm sure we can tear him out away for a couple minutes But, okay, so now that you've got your book out, and I know you've got some short stories, tell us about those. Um, I do have a couple short stories. The short stories, some of them are based off of the characters in the pirate book that didn't get a whole lot of spotlight time. Like uh, Bean to Zine, which actually isn't one character, it's a group of characters. They are the Daughters of Treasure, and they are the harem girls that Blackstrap liberated from the Sultana's palace, and they... Did she save them? Uh, some of them feel they were saved, some don't feel they were saved, especially when they realize that Blackstrap didn't want to just take them on a joyride on a pirate ship, she actually wants to put them to work. Uh, so and that wasn't that kind of work before. No, not at all, not at all. So, but the stories are that Blackstrap is desperately trying to train them how to use weapons and be pirates. And while they are all very sneaking, conniving women, they are not all adept at using weaponry. Uh, again, in the shows, I we demonstrate some of the fun things that we do between belly dance and stunt choreography to kind of combine the dance and fight. Yes, I was going to talk to you about that stunt choreography based on your sword fights in your book, right? So how, how do you go about that? Uh, I tried. I learned sword fighting from Max and from Dirk, who goes by Theodoric Brandywine. Uh, they're both sword fighters in the uh, competition sense. They do tournament sword fighting for the pirate stuff. And also Casey Plute, who is uh, Captain Redcap, she trains the stunt fighters to do that choreography. I try to write based on what I've learned in the sword fighting, trying not to skim over, and I don't like to miss the gory details when it comes to blood and guts and stuff. Awesome. <laughs> That's what makes it real, you know, to, uh, you know, to color code it. It's just not any fun. It's not reality. Right. And so you have to make the characters more dimensional. Yes. So what's next for you? Uh, well, I have written a couple short zombie stories. I do want to do that. I also have a young adult uh, fiction fantasy that's called Trolls. I'm really working on trying to get that out. And, of course, Max's Despair. Uh, that's the second book in the Dread series. And just always writing, always enjoying writing scripts. I have been asked to do a script for a belly dance uh, piece, but I am not supposed to talk about that, so it's hush-hush about that one, but it's a lot of fun, and I just enjoy writing. I'll have to interview you again when, when we do that one. All right. <laughs> so, I know there's another book coming up, and you're working on it. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about that one, and I, obviously, I think what you did was you ended this one, and then you see the scene, and, you know, kind of continuation in the next book. Yes, uh, Max's Despair is a, is a continuation off of Blackstrap's, the story that started in Blackstrap's Ecstasy, but really much like how Blackstrap book is written in this disjointed flashback fashion, so is Despair. It is about how Captain Max met his crew and where he came from and the interesting story that that is. I don't want to give away too much because Max has a very interesting history, 
but I promised mermaids. Ah, mermaids. And, uh, yes, yeah, some very interesting are they Are they nice mermaids or are they vicious ones? They are not vicious, but I think anything that has a magical nature to it can't always be trusted. So Max has to be careful the deals that he makes with mermaids. Well, he needs to be, be careful of everyone. Yes, Max definitely has to be careful of women. He is warned several times that women will be his downfall. I don't think he's learned yet. Oh, they don't usually. No. What about me? What? No. <laughs> All the women in the book. So we're talking about that. Um, okay, so we got this show years coming up, and that's going to be out approximately? Uh, hopefully in the fall or summer of 2012. Do my best. <laughs> Probably safer to say, you know, by September, which would be like fall, September, October. I would love to get it out by Talk Like a Pirate Day because the Dredge Fleet does Talk Like a Pirate Day at Westgate, and I would love to have it out by then. Which will be when? Uh, I believe it's on September 22nd. Don't quote me on that one. Check out the dredgefleet.com page. Which is? The dredgefleet.com. That's D-R-E-A-D, everyone. Yes. S-L-E-E-T dot com. So, do you have a website of your own for your books? Uh, I do not have a website specifically for the books, but I do have a Facebook page for the Blackstrap's Ecstasy, and I do have a Facebook page for JJM Seep, um, and I also have a Facebook page for Bean Tazine, because they are wonderful dancers, and you can see what they do. So what are you doing out here at Con? Uh, at the convention, we're selling T-shirts for the Dread Fleet. We're selling a whole bunch of interesting pirate treasure for the Dread Fleet. I uh, do have copies of Blackstrap's Ecstasy that have a sneak peek at Max's Despair. Uh, we're also doing a show. I think I mentioned that uh, room 232, 6:30 on Friday night and 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Now is that in the normal Phoenix Convention Center or is that one of the off buildings? That's in the hotel room, uh, room 232, which is upstairs from the exhibition hall. Which which hotel? Uh, the one we're currently in. Oh, okay. This is a Phoenix. This is a Phoenix, <laughs> this this is a Phoenix Convention Center. Okay, sorry, yeah. <laughs> this is a convention center. I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. I get very turned around. In the book, Blackstrap is lost all the time. That is very <laughs> appropriate. That <then. laughs> is very appropriate. It's very true. <laughs> Okay, well, closer to your personality. So, uh, it's got, there's almost a, lot of time, almost a lot of time, and I just want to say thank you so much for coming on here. But if they want to come and see you here at Phoenix Comic Con this weekend, where do they find you? We are at booth 1053, 1053, um, and come see us. We've got lots of pirate treasure and stuff out, and there's always pirates wandering around us. Uh, come see the Dread Fleet. And Not every pirate is created equal, so be careful who you who you snack. Yes, be careful. Be careful of the pirates. We're all dangerous. <laughs> Thanks so much, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing your, your next book coming up. And, of course, I, I'm still looking forward to reading the first one, because I'm not quite done yet. So I'm looking forward to finding out what happens at the end. Because I've already read the beginning of your first one, of your second book, so out of by chance. So you also find uh, her book at azpublishingservices.com online is also on Amazon in uh, print format right now and also going to be in Kindle format and all the other formats possible known to man.
So you can definitely look on AC Publishing Services for all your details when it comes to different versions that you can get a hold of. So with that, we'd like to take it tonight, and we're on to our next interview. This is Phoenix Comic Con, and this is Hattie Holstrand with KWAD Radio signing out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.